Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we begin our study of chapter 21. We are studying the book of Shmuel Aleph, that is the first book of Samuel. <clears throat> and we just finished uh, the last chapter with the sad and, and t- moving um, separation and departure from, of David from his very dear friend, Jonathan, David from Yonatan. And we, um, it has now been made clear to Jonathan and to David and everyone that as Saul was going to um, do everything he could to, to uh, execute and kill David. And there was no possibility for reconciliation anymore. So David ran away, this is the first uh, verse, and he got up and he went. In other words, uh, David left and Jonathan went back to the city where um, his father was at his, um, his capital. David And David came, uh, he came to the place called Nov, the city called Nov, El Achimelech HaKohen, to Achimelech the Kohen, the Kohen, the priest, who may, uh, whether he would have been a high priest then, it's, or just a priest that lived in Nov, is, is not clear, but he was clearly one of the leaders of the town. This town was a town <coughs> where uh, uh, priests lived, and it's on the Verses don't make it clear exactly what was going on at Nov. Another thing that's v- unclear from the from the text in general is we know that Shiloh, which is where the tabernacle, the Mishkan, had been standing for throughout um, most of the period of time from the entry into the land of Israel until throughout the times of the judges for hundreds of years, we know that that was no longer in existence, that after Eli and his sons, uh, corrupted it. We know that Shiloh was gone, but exactly where the um, tabernacle stood, if it stood anywhere, is unclear at this point. At least from the verses, it's unclear. <clears throat> and um, one of the uh, possibilities that at, seems the most logical is that there was no central tabernacle at this point, but there were um, places where worship was taking place, where Bamot, where uh, um, um, altars to God were set up, and and it seems like in this place Nov was a place where they weren't didn't just have an altar for sacrifices, but they were also doing some of the services that would take place in the Mishkan simply to keep the practices going so that they shouldn't fall away, and that eventually a central place would be set up. Um, <clears throat> Understanding it this way will help us understand several difficulties that we're about to encounter. So let's uh, do that. So Vayomer David, I'm sorry. So David David came to Nov, to the place where Achimelech the Kohen was the leader. Vayecharad Achimelech, and Achimelech came out. Yecharad uh, uh, could mean from charada, from being trembling, afraid. He came out, uh, you know, um, concerned and, and quickly in order to greet David. Now, of course, at this point in this town, they didn't yet know that uh, David was on Saul's hit list. And as far as they knew, David was, was the, um, 
chief of staff, so to speak, in Saul's household. So if David is coming to town, something serious is 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 uh, is going is going down. So Achimelech came um, uh, quickly to greet him. And he said to him, And immediately he noticed that David is coming alone by himself, which is very unusual for a royal, um, uh, such a high figure in the royal house to come without an entourage, without his usual, the soldiers that usually go with him. So why are you alone? There's nobody with you. So Vayomer David, and David, of course, at this point doesn't want, is not going to reveal that he's running away from Saul because then, uh, they may uh, capture him and deliver him to Saul. So David has to say something else. David, I'm sorry. David So David says to Achimelech the priest, The king commanded me about something. In other words, he's not telling him what some kind of top secret mission. And he told me, No one can know. You're not allowed to tell anyone anything about this uh, this mission that I'm sending you on and that which I'm telling you to do. And my boys, my troops that are going to be joining me on this mission, I directed them to meet me at such and such a place. It would seem that David may have said this, in other words, because I don't, it's, not, it's the most logical thing is, is that David said, these words, Ploni Almoni, such and such place. In other words, I told my boys where to meet me, but since it's a secret, I'm not telling you anything about it, and I'm not even telling you where I'm going to meet them. So, uh, but I need some provisions. I need supplies. Viata, and now, my yesh tachas yodcha. What do you have? Chamisha lechem. I need uh, uh, five loaves. Tenobiyadi, ohanimsa. Let me have five, five loaves of bread, or whatever you can find. I, I need food. For, for, for the way, something to give my boys on this mission that we're going on. <laughs> so the Kohen answered David, Vayomer, he said, We don't have any um, ordinary bread, meaning bread which is not holy or consecrated, right? I don't have any of that in my possession now. The only bread I have is holy bread. That's all that I have. However, the boys that you're getting this bread for to give them to eat, they ha- it has to be that they have not been with a woman because if someone is with the woman and he had an emission of semen, then that would make him uh, tame, that would make him uh, impure and he wouldn't be allowed to eat the holy bread. Similar to the what we read in the last chapter with Saul, why he thought David didn't show up the first time, that he may not have been pure, may not have been able to eat of the, of the holy food. Now... <clears throat> This immediately brings up several questions, because <laughs> if one assumes that this bread is bread that was consecrated and to the Beit HaMikdash, and we'll find out soon that this bread was the Lechem HaPanim, which is the bread that was brought and put on the, sh- the show bread that was put on the, on the Shulchan, on the, tab- on the table in the, in, the, in the holy part of the temple, and in this case in the tabernacle, in the Mishkan, then... Uh, David, as a non-Kohen, non-priest, would be not allowed to eat it at all. So, exactly what is it is? What is it that he's giving him, giving to David? So, the best understanding that I've understood, which um, to it, that that made the most sense that I've heard, um, as various commentaries explain, that this may not have been the real lechem upon him, the real showbread, because there was no tabernacle at this time. But in Nov, they were maintaining some of the traditions 
in order to um, maintain the tradition of the showbread, not actually in the tabernacle, so that um, so that that pra- that practice wouldn't be forgotten, so that eventually, when the when a central place of worship was established, um, they they would just continue that practice. So therefore, since it wasn't the real showbread, uh, a non kohen, a non priest, would be allowed to eat it, and um, and the non kohen. Uh, however, they did they did continue the practice of eating it in purity, and therefore, uh, which we saw even at the king's table, they kept that practice. So, um, so therefore, he said to eat from this holy bread, you'd have to be, remain uh, stay away from women. David et So David answered the coin by and he said as follows to him: Ki im isha atzura lanu kitmol shulshom. There have we stayed away from women from you know just like we always have in the past like yesterday and the day before, but Sesi, you know since we left um, whenever uh, when in other words and whenever we left out on a mission we always did that vayu klein hanarim kodesh and the um, the vessels that they are using in other words to eat with are also kodesh are also holy vuhu derech and um, and 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 therefore v'afki hayom mikdash bakeli, and then uh, you know even though uh, we, 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 even though we, even if we're going on a derachol on a on a mission that doesn't involve holiness necessarily, we always kept the um, the vessels holy, and to, to, and now all the more so they definitely can go with. Um, uh, holy uh, uh, food, food that's consecrated, and it can be kept in the vessels that they have. So therefore, the vessels that they have are holy and pure, and they are holy and pure, uh, and this is a practice that we always kept, and therefore there shouldn't be any problem with the bread. So therefore, the coin gave him the holy food. Because the only bread that they have was was the show bread, right? which were taken from the table of God, lasum lechem chom biyom hilakho, that they, um, uh, they would take it away each week in order to replace it with hot bread um, uh, when it was taken, as soon as the one week's bread was taken away, it would be replaced with another, the next week's bread. V'sham ish me'avdeshal, and while this was happening, one of Saul's servants, Bayomahu, he was there. He was held up before God. So it would seem like that there was some sort of a mishkan, some sort of a tabernacle there in the city of Nov at this time. And Netzar sounds like he was he was being held there for some reason. and his name was Doeg Adomi, Doeg the Edomite, and he was an official in Saul's. Uh, uh, administration abir haroim asher lashal he was the the strongest of the shepherds is the literal translation of abir haroim um roim doesn't always mean shepherds though roim often means leaders so abir haroim might mean he was one of the he was the strong man among the roim among Saul's leaders in his administration so he would sound like some kind of a a guy who was an enforcer of some sort it could be another possible translation of Abir Ho'im, and that kind of fits a little more in the context of what we're going to hear him do. And that and this Netzar, him being detained there, might have been there for some sort of uh, purpose, some sort of intelligence-gathering intelligence purpose. Anyway, Vayomer David la'achimelach. 
And David said to Achimelech, V'in yesh po tachas yodcho chanis Do you have here any kind of weapon? Do you have a, a, a spear or a sword? Because my sword, remember, David was hiding in the field and he ran. He never had a chance to go to go home or to go to the palace and get his, his equipment. So my sword, and all of my items, my weapons, I didn't take with me. Because this mission that I'm going on for the king was extremely important and I needed to get on the road right away. So the coin answered, that sword that belonged to the Philistine Goliath, right? Asher that same giant Goliath that you struck down in the valley of Elah, he nay he, behold, he she is right here, Luta Vasimla Achreya Ephod. It is wrapped in a cloak behind the Ephod. The Ephod is the um is the uh, garment. The uh, breastplate, right, which, which was uh, is this garment which was worn by the high priest, and um, the ephod was a symbol of of the worship of God. It was also used as a symbol in worship of of, of other gods, and not not God with the capital G. But in this case, this was the ephod that was stored there, and it was used as part of the ritual of. Of, of worship. So again, this sounds a lot like uh, Nov was a center of worship. It wasn't just a place where they happened to have an altar. And also the very fact that they were keeping this um, relic, so to speak, the, the, um, the, the, the sword with which Goliath was killed uh, would seem that this was a special town. Uh, that, that, if, if you want to take that one, then go ahead and take it. Because in this place, we don't have any other weapons. We're not, we're not a place of war. Uh, we don't have, that's the only weapon we have, and that, that's more of a symbolic uh, item of importance. And uh, so you can take that. There's nothing like that one. Get, let me have that one. Oh, is that such a... This good special sword, I'll take that one. Vayakam David, and David got up, vayivrach vayom ahum Shaol, and he ran that day from before Shaol. He now has a weapon, and he has five loaves of bread to keep him uh, uh, going while he's running. Vayavo el achish melech gat. And where did he go? He went to the uh, place where, uh, the city of Gat, where Achish was the king of Gat. That's where he came. Gat is a, a Philistine city. And ironically, David is running with the sword of the Philistine that he killed into enemy territory. But at this point, he didn't have a choice. He had to run to enemy territory because Saul was after him. So this would get him out of the reach of the king if he remains under the protection of the people of Gat. Um, however, in there, he's also going to be in danger too, as we'll find out in a minute. So the servants of Achish said to Achish, Halo zed David melacharetz. Here, look, this is David, the king of the land. It's fascinating that they were already saying, "There's this is David, the king of the land, because this makes it clear that it was obvious to everyone in the area, even among the other nations and the other countries that surrounded the people of Israel, it was clear that David was not just a... Uh, um, uh, high up in the hierarchy 
of of, of Saul's government, but that he was or they, or someone who they're already calling a king. So they already can see that he was um, uh, destined to be a leader, and in their minds, um, still a leader. Isn't this is the one that they were singing about when they were dancing over their victory over us? They were singing about him. He Saul kills in his thousands. David and David killed in his tens of thousands. So, um, in other words, he's the king. He's our enemy. He's the one that they they're singing about and praising how many Philistines he killed. So, so David now is, of course, afraid for his life. And David uh, thought about these issues in his heart. In other words, he was very nervous about them. And he was afraid. Because of the king, Achish, the king of Gat, he was afraid of him. So he, he changed his way of behaving in their eyes. In other words, instead of acting like a normal person, he, he, um, he, he went uh, crazy. He started like uh, partying, but not in, in a crazy way in front of them for them. And he started uh, drawing marks all over the, the doors of the, uh, and the gate, gates of the city. And he drooled all over his beard. So he started acting nuts. He acted like a, like a drunk, like a crazy person. So Achish said to his servants, Look, you're telling me he's David the king. And meanwhile, he's a crazy man. What are you bringing him in front of me for? I don't need to deal with him. Do I have not enough crazy people in my kingdom to deal with? That you're bringing him here just to be crazy for me. Uh, this is the one I should bring to my house. In other words, I'm not interested in him. Keep him away from me. And this is how David um, uh, saved himself from from being brought before Achish, in which case he may have ended. So uh, it seems like it's that David acted crazy, So because then he's not a threat, right? Achish, if, if David was the king of the enemy, or, or at least a leader, a general of the enemy, then he's a threat. And the threat, the king, you never know what he might decide to do with him. But if he's a crazy nut, then he's not a threat. And Achish had better things to do with his time. So this is the uh, conclusion of chapter 21. We now leave David in, in, um, in, in the land of the enemies, in Gat, the city of Gat, um, acting like a crazy person to keep himself safe. And this is the beginning uh, this is the first stop. Well, actually, the second stop. We had two stops. One, David in Nov, um, uh, where he got the sword of Goliath and got some food for the way. And then he ended up in Gat. And we'll see further where he wanders as we go to the next chapter. Thank you so much for studying chapter 21 together. Looking forward to studying the next chapter and, of course, the entire book of Samuel.